am Dr. Tabitha, the gutsy gynecologist. I'm a triple board certified OBGYN and functional medicine physician. I've embraced the world of functional medicine and wellness through my own personal health journey, and I'm super excited to share my wisdom and unique perspective as it pertains to women's health. After caring for thousands of women, I've come to realize that your gut health determines your gyne health and your overall health. And it's a super gutsy thing for me to go against conventional gynecology practice to bring you the truth. No more Band-Aid medicine, ladies. We're talking root cause resolution on this show. So if you're struggling with hormone imbalance, weight gain, period issues, anxiety, insomnia, you name it, then you've come to the right place. And I want to be your gutsy gynecologist. So welcome. Yay! Episode 200. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I have been podcasting for a hot minute now. This is episode 200. That is a major feat and I am really proud of myself for sticking with it through thick and thin because consistency can be challenging (laughs) to say the least, right? But consistency is key. And if you've been following me, you know that I speak about that for everything. But I want to celebrate with you and give you the win for my 200th episode. So I am actually giving you 50% off of a really important supplement that is necessary for today's episode. So We're talking about how to break up with sugar, how to reset the diet, get over all the holiday eating that ensued, and just get your gut back into balance, stop those crazy cravings, all of that. So I'm going to talk about breaking up with sugar and why we're addicted to sugar. I go through that in my book. But I want to tell you about Inflamatame. As my copywriter says, it doesn't have a sexy name. You're right. And my dog is rubbing her butt on me. She's so excited. Anyway, if you're watching on YouTube, you see it. But if you're listening, you're probably like, what the heck? Anyway, it's not a sexy name, Inflamatame. But this powder is incredible. It is powerful powder because... It not only has L-glutamine and medium-chain triglycerides and alpha-lipoic acid and arabinogalactan and glycine and quercetin and Chinese skullcap and turmeric and ginger root, all the good stuff to heal your gut and stop the inflammation so you can finally lose weight, but it's also a protein powder and a fiber powder. It has the essential amino acids that you need and it provides fiber for proper bowel function. So we want to get those bowels moving, and fiber helps regulate our blood sugar and helps us remove toxins from our body. All of these are essential to weight loss and balance and feeling amazing. So when my patients add in Inflamatame, I just hear such awesome feedback. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could feel this good. This is incredible. But people don't know how awesome it is because it has such a silly name, Inflamatame, because it is calming down your inflammation. The inflammation that's stemming from your gut, it's healing your gut, and it's calming 
inflammation systemically, but it's doing so much more. It's making you sexy again because you're, it's helping you release the weight and remove the toxins, get the essential amino acids you need so that you can make new muscle mass because muscle is sexy. So in honor of my 200th episode, please use the code CHEERS200 to buy Inflamatame today. It's at gutsyguy.com. It comes in three flavors, strawberry and chocolate mint. Those are a complete rice protein and then vanilla chai. Vanilla chai is a pea protein. I love vanilla chai in hot water. I mix it up. It tastes like a chai latte. You do have to keep stirring it or it can settle to the bottom, but it is such a nice substitution for all those sugary bomb drinks that you're trying to break up with. Uh, you can put these in yogurt and, and eat them. You can put them in your smoothies. I will drink the strawberry or the chocolate milk straight in some coconut milk or almond milk. That's my favorite almond milk. A scoop of strawberry, inflammatame. And that's like my breakfast meal. And that keeps me lean and strong. So like this is huge 50% off cheers 200 i'm so excited to keep bringing you all of this information so uh enjoy here we go do you have metabolic flexibility okay this is probably one of the most important things that you need to have if you want to control your weight and keep your weight at a beautiful set point that you are comfortable with. You feel comfortable in your clothes. You feel comfortable naked. You just feel comfortable and love your body. You should always love your body, but getting to that point of love can be a journey. And for some of us, it's tougher than others. You honestly cannot heal a body you hate. I had to learn that the hard way because I grew up in a time and in a societal situation that really prioritized looks. And I was judged on my looks and, you know, by my friends and my boyfriends. And I quickly learned how to judge myself really harshly from the TV shows I watched and things like that. And I realized I was never satisfied. Looking back, I had a little bit of body dysmorphia. I don't think I actually saw myself the way I was. I think things were a little bit exaggerated in my mind because I look back and I think, wow, I should have been really grateful for my body back then, but I wasn't. I've always hated my body. I always felt like it wasn't good enough. The shape wasn't, you know the right shape. I had too much fat on my hips. That was one of my major things on my thighs. Um, I had a baby when I was 17, you guys, and that destroyed my body and it destroyed my self-esteem. I had deep purple stretch marks across my breasts and across my buttocks and it was mortifying. Like I was so ashamed of my body. And at 17 years old, I breastfed. I breastfed for a year and a half, um, almost exclusively for eight months. And 
that destroyed my breast tissue. So by the time I was 18 years old, I had saggy, empty breasts and deep stretch marks and everything everywhere. So that was a dark time for me as a young girl who really thought that my body was my worth. And so I did a lot of introspection and in addition to my traumatic delivery, which really um, strengthened my relationship with God, I really had to delve into my faith to pull me through the dark times and accept my body physically. And I will tell you, it took years and years of beating myself up and just self-deprecation and just self-destruction and destruction of my life um, because I was hurting and I was confused and I ended up getting breast implants and that wasn't the answer. Um, like none of the superficial things that I tried were ever the answer. The answer was all in the Bible. God was trying to teach me to just love myself unconditionally the way Jesus teaches us to love others. He also wants us to love ourselves that way. So this unconditional love, I could have that for others. Like I was always the first to forgive and let go of things and move forward. But when it came to me, heck no, I could not do that. And so God kept showing me this lesson over and over and over until I finally learned you cannot heal a body you hate. You have to love your body. You have to love it unconditionally, meet it where it's at with all its limitations, with all of its scars, with all of its shortcomings, and love it into that healing process, and it will be renewed and it will change. And I promise you that I completely shifted my body, how I see my body, how I feel in my body, how my body looks, how my body functions. So many things when I shifted my mindset around it and really forgave my body for not being perfect. Honestly, nobody is perfect. Um, so I would really just invite you to take a moment to think, am I hating on my body? Am I talking to my body in a way that I would never talk to my girlfriends? I would never talk to my children. Are you saying things that are destructive and not supportive? Are you making choices that you know are harmful for your body, yet you're doing it because it gives you pleasure in the moment or it helps you numb the pain in the moment. You know, I got to a point in my career that I was self-destructing so bad I could barely function. My back was so bad that it would freeze and lock up during surgery. I would be standing at the OR table performing surgery and when I was done, I couldn't walk away from the table. It's like my back would just lock up and freeze in that position, and I would slowly bend over and just hang, hang and hang and hang until things started to release. 
the OR circulating nurse would come massage it, would come help me. And eventually I would be able to walk out of the OR and go pop three or four Motrin and get a hot pack and get through the rest of the day or the middle of the night or whatever it was. And this went on until I got to the point where I had a completely herniated and ruptured disc and needed surgery. And I did the surgery, but I re-injured as soon as my six weeks recovery was over because I continued to overly put demands on my body that wasn't realistic. And I continued to hate it and talk to it so badly. I would say things like, why can't you keep up? Why are you so weak? What's wrong with you? Why can't you function like everybody else? And it wasn't until I stopped doing that and started loving my body and saying loving things to my cells that it started to shift and I started to heal. And I I was told I needed a second back surgery. I needed rods and screws and all this hardware in my back. And I refused to do that. And when I really shifted and started loving myself, I healed naturally without another surgery. My back is incredible now. I do all kinds of amazing things and it feels fabulous. So if you want to learn about all that, please follow me. I can show you the way to a better life, to avoiding surgery, which is crazy for me to say because I'm like, I'm a surgeon. So I'm the non-surgical surgeon. I believe surgery is necessary for acute situations that are life-threatening or you got major issues going on that you're not going to shift with functional medicine. But the majority of the surgeries don't need to be done. Let's be realistic. Our bodies were not created to have organs removed. If you are removing organs to fix your problem, that's not going to fix your problem. It's just going to give you a new problem, honestly. So stick with me. I can show you a better way. And I really want you to understand that You can't heal a body you hate, and you have to love it into health and repair and rejuvenation. And I want to teach you how to do that. So that is one of the themes running through my new book, Fast to Faith. And I'm really excited to share this with you because I know so many of you are feeling frustrated with conventional medicine and feeling like you're running out of choices and options and like you're just destined to live with this disease or this diagnosis or you just have to keep signing up for more surgeries. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. So let's do this together. Let me help you take back control of your health by loving your body, I'm going to teach you how to do that because it's easier said than done. I promise you that. Okay. So come back again because we're going to keep diving deeper and deeper about all of this. I want you to take a few moments to think 
What are the things that I'm saying to myself on a daily basis? Maybe it's when you're getting ready in the morning. Maybe you're criticizing the lines in your face, the wrinkles, the changes um, in your lips or your neck, or you just feel so frustrated with your weight and it won't budge or it keeps going up. Like, what are you talking and telling your body? Because we have to shift that conversation. That is where all change begins. It begins in your mind, right? So honestly, your brain is just a computer. And your mind, what you're thinking, is your computer program. That software has been downloaded since you were a child. And those recordings, things people have said, things you've watched, things you've read, and things you've said over and over in your brain, those create pathways in your brain. Our nerves are just a bunch of connections that create pathways. And the pathway doesn't just stay in the brain. The pathway goes down the spinal cord and out to all the organs. Every single organ has a pathway from your brain down to the organ and back up to the brain. It's a two-way highway. And the more that pathway gets driven by your thoughts repetitively, the deeper those pathways are and the quicker they fire and, and get activated. And so you'll get to the point where it's just on autopilot. Do you remember like when you first learned how to drive or ride a bike, you got to be paying attention. You really have to be thinking the whole time because it's really scary and you don't have any kind of automatic reflex about anything. But now if you think about driving, I know for myself, I'll catch myself every now and then and go, wow, I haven't been noticing the road for a few minutes yet I'm still on the road driving just as I need to be because your brain is on autopilot because that pathway is so ingrained from driving so many times. So the same thing happens when you say, I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm just never going to lose this weight. I get fat just looking at food. Um, All of those beliefs keep talking to your cells and telling your cells by way of creating chemicals, stay inflamed, hold on to the fat, don't release, don't get into ketosis. And if you want to shift your physiology, how your body's functioning, what those organs are doing, you have to create new neural pathways. You have to activate new highways. And so that doesn't take just one day of thinking and writing down a plan. It takes consistently saying something new over and over, writing it down, hearing it multiple times, getting into action to create new neural pathways and break those old connections. This is absolutely doable. Um, There are scientists who are doing this in a research capacity and they are reversing diseases and cancers of all sorts through deep meditation work. This is a real thing. They do MRI scans and PET scans, and they watch those neural changes happening in the body. That activity can be measured. 
in the brain through their brain waves. And so this is real, but you have to put in some consistent work to actually make it happen. And I'm an amazing example of this. I reprogrammed my computer mind into hitting new neural pathways. And so now I do not hardly ever trigger back pain neural pathways. I just don't. I trigger my healthy, vibrant pathways. And I've learned how to realize when I'm off course a lot quicker and redirect myself. So I want to teach you all of that, okay? I would love for you to get the book, Fast to Faith. Start reading it. Start understanding. This is such basic stuff. If you've listened to my podcasts, you know that I take crazy difficult science and I just break it down in easy to understand ways for you to really figure out what the heck is going on in your body. So start reading this book and see if you can figure out what your root cause is. And if you get the book now, you can actually join me for my bonus live training session that only people who are getting the book now are going to be able to get into. And we're really going to dive deep into how to like unlock this ultimate transformation and get these life-achieving results. So I hope this resonates with you. I'm super excited to hear from you and to hear your ahas. Like, oh my gosh, when you, like in chapter four, when you were talking about the truth behind cravings and the fact that we're addicted to sugar in this country and why that is, like that really was my aha moment and helped me not have guilt and shame behind why I'm struggling to break up with sugar. Like that's the kind of stuff I want to hear. So get the book, tell me your ahas. If you need to read about cravings, honestly, just get the book and go straight to chapter four, Truth Behind Cravings. Because did you know that in the 1800s, the average person ate two pounds of sugar a year? And today, the average person eats 60, 60 pounds a year. One person, that's more than one pound a week. So if you are an average American eating a standard American diet, you are eating more than one pound of sugar a week and you don't even know it. It's in your tuna packets. It's in your water flavored drinks. It's in your coffee beverages. It's in all the box and bagged foods that you can't even imagine. So I break all that down in chapter four. I show you the truth behind the food industry. You know, we don't get into deep detail. That's super not necessary, but I want you to understand some basics. And I have a few charts in there. Like, here's some stuff that you absolutely need to avoid. Here's some foods that you should absolutely be eating and focusing on. So I hope that interests you. Fatty liver, it's now the most common reason for liver transplantation in this country. I have had so many patients come to me and tell me they have fatty liver and their doctor said, oh, we'll just watch it. 
You don't just watch disease progress and develop. You stop it. You reverse it. That's crazy talk. 20%, 24, excuse me, 24% of U.S. adults have fatty liver. 5 to 10% of children have fatty liver. That is outrageous to me. Outrageous. No children should have fatty liver. They should have healthy, beautiful functioning livers. They're children. So it's really important for you guys to understand this stuff. I go into xenoestrogens and what our fat cells are really doing. Oh my gosh, all of that stuff that you want to know. I'm going to teach you how to go from being a sugar burner to a fat burner and regain your metabolic flexibility. So that's what I open this with. It is key. It is so important. What the heck does that mean? Okay. Chapter six, I'm going to talk all about this, but essentially being a sugar burner means you're relying on carbohydrates for that quick release of glucose in your bloodstream for energy. And you'll know you're a sugar burner if you have to eat every couple hours, if you get hangry, if you don't eat, if you get irritable or jittery, or if you have to eat first thing in the morning. Those are all signs of being a sugar burner, which means you can never tap into the fat stored on your body that you actually want to get rid of. Like if you're carrying extra fat on your hips or your thighs or your belly and you want to get rid of it, you have to tap into those fat cells and actually burn that fat off. And so becoming a fat burner it's part of our bodies. It's a natural process to be able to get into ketosis and bring ketones for fat. But because we've gotten into this pattern of eating a high carbohydrate diet every couple hours, our bodies, most of our bodies aren't in fat burning mode. And so you've lost that metabolic flexibility, that ability to go from glucose burner to ketone burner. So I want to help you regain your metabolic flexibility. I want you to help help you tap into your fat cells and burn that fat for fuel. Like, let's release this extra weight. It's so sad to me that we are being told this is just our age. It's just part of life. Well, you're not exercising enough or you, you're eating too much. You need to eat less and exercise more. That absolutely is not true. Our body is not a bank account of calories in, calories out. It is a chemistry experiment. That is quoting my mentor, JJ Virgin. She knows what she's talking about. If you've seen this woman, she just turned 60 and she looks incredible. She is the epitome of metabolic flexibility. So I break it all down for you. You're going to understand that in chapter six. Because here's the thing, our body is not betraying us. It's not falling apart and not functioning. We are betraying our body by not listening to it. Some of our bodies are screaming for help and we are not listening. Or the medical community is not listening to us when we tell them the, these things. And so you're feeling frustrated and dismissed and like you're losing hope. So I am here to shed light on all of that and give you your hope back because your body can absolutely thrive, especially 
if you're going into the second half of your life, like this is more important than ever. You have to regain that metabolic flexibility. That is the key to longevity, aging well, and thriving and having an incredible life. So jump in to chapter six, like I said, and then get the bonuses back over at festafaith.com and meet me in the bonus Zoom session. We are going to figure out your ultimate transformation. All right. Have an amazing week.